lots of money flows through there. You need to become, I don't care how you get there, but get around those places of academics and money because that's what band boosters, alumnus, and things like that, the Chamber of Commerce, um, American Heart Association, charities, things like that. You just cannot sit and I'll just be cute. You gotta do something. This is what back this is how Becky kicks y'all's ass because they're willing to get out of the house and do something. Okay. Well, I would definitely implement your advice. I really do appreciate it. I mean, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Because I, you're right. I'm not even yep. gonna black women can cannot be lazy, relying on just <laughs> okay. I got a question too before we go. If I, I do want a high value man, you know what I'm saying? I do. Am I wrong? Because I'm, I'm, and I'm a very, because I'm in sales, I have a strong personality, very sharp, and I, I like to go with after I want. I normally just don't like to lose. Am I wrong for like, is it too controlling for me to kind of pick the guy, not be aggressive, but in my brain, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to go after him. Is it wrong to go after a guy or should I just let him come to me? Wrong is a wrong is not the right is not the word to use. That's subjective. But you say you want a high value man. Yeah. Why? Because I'm a high value girl. I feel like you know the Bible. Why says does that make? Hold on. Why does that make sense to y'all? What you mean? Why does it make sense to you? Because you look in your bank account and you say I'm a high value girl, so I should get a high value man. Why does that make sense to y'all? Well, y'all know that's not how we pick. Well, I don't know. When I say high value, I guess everybody has their different definitions of high value. I have my definition. One, I don't believe in 50-50 anything. And it's like a lot of guys who well, let me help you. Let me help you out. High value is feminine. Okay. okay. High value is feminine. No, I'm talking about a high value man. What is high a high value? value? Femi you said you're a high value girl. I, I believe I am. And that means your femininity would be number one. Right. That goes opposite to aggression. Opposite of aggression. Yes. Okay. Aggression is masculine. So maybe I should turn off my sales when I'm dating. I'm just telling you what high value men want is not aggressive females. They want feminine women. Okay. Okay. <laughs> in, in you ladies' mind, Stop looking in the comment section. Okay. <laughs> I'm not looking in the comment section. Why do y'all do I'm, that too? No, because I said I saw somebody say focus I was a four. Focus like, here. Focus here. Fo focus I'm here. Fo I'm focused. I'm focused. Unless you, because if you're down there, book a session. Okay. <laughs> because pay, pay attention and see this. And, and this is, and I'm gonna use this as an example. This is a teaching lesson. You know, I have a platform, and people do something so funny. You got me online, and you're too worried about what people are saying in the comment section versus paying attention. There's a little bit of time I have. That's a break in rapport with a high value man. You just showed high value men. She's not for me because if I'm sitting in front of her, she's gonna be worried about everybody else instead of me. That's not how we roll. So you may be successful in your career, but your education, your income does not increase your value to men. Okay. I did a broadcast on that two, three days ago. Men value your femininity, your beauty, your fitness, your submissiveness, your cooperation, your womb. And high value men would rather go get the girl who works on fries and McDonald's mm. than a six figure 
top salesperson. Well, I hear what you say, saying, Kevin, but a lot of guys that I date, they do act like they care about that. You know, they act like, oh, are they know, high gotta... value men? They're, then they're not high value men if they're acting like they care about that. I'm asking you. No, 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 no. Are they, do they make six, do they make $10,000 yeah. a month? They're like, oh, I want her to hustle. Hold, oh, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They make $10,000 a month. Yeah. I, I For five years. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I define high value. It's $10,000 a month in Atlanta, Dallas, Houston, Charlotte dollars for at least five years. Other high value men recognize them as a peer. They have a network of high value men and other people. They're visible, meaning what they do is LinkedIn level, meaning they're not entrepreneurs, means they have a title that most people understand and their money is above board. And last, they're useful to others and the group. Many of you ladies think high value just means because somebody's making more money, two or three, two, double the money what where you're at. And that's high value is far more than that. I do. I And I don't believe a man's value it just equates with money. I don't. I don't. How do you? I think I'm 30. Well, far too many of you ladies are, are too concerned too much on what you want and you have no idea what men want. Well, that's why I'm up here, because I need to know. Well, <laughs> I, well, this is why, this is why, well, but, but unfortunately, here's the reality. Unfortunately, I, my show is to kind of start to start the conversation. But if you want to really know, you're going to have to actually pay for the learning curve. You went to college, right? Yes. <laughs> All right. So you went, to, you went into debt for a degree that you didn't need to sell cars. Actually, I didn't finish. I didn't finish. Didn't I went to NCC. No, that's not the point. That's not, not the point. It's not the point. The point is... The kind of men you're talking about are rare and you're competing against the best of black women and the best of other women for them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they're going to get exactly what they want. Without okay, questions. I am too. Yeah. I mean, I am. I normally get what I, 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 I'm going to get. That's why I'm even up here because I, I like to get what I want. Obviously, what I've been doing ain't been really working out. But I'm just the type of person. Uh, you cannot alpha your way through this. I'm just gonna get what I want. You can't do that. You can't. You can't determine what we do as men. Only thing you can control access to is your body. We control access to relationships. See, you're already out of your place. When I said the the kind of men you want are gonna get what they want, I'm gonna get what I want too. Put your penis up. <laughs> one of those kevin but you, but you but you're using the energy oh you're saying like i'm giving off masculine, yeah, masculine energy. energy yeah you're not gonna get a high value it does not do this okay you're not demure you're not refined reserved quiet you're hey i'm out here what's going on hey what's up let's turn up that ain't what we do that's not what high value do who's gonna take I you to a country club with a mayor's ball with all that well, I'm, t I'm, first of all, it's different levels to, to different sides to me. You're nope. seeing one side well, to me. Well, but I'm seeing what you show me and you don't know me and you're no, in front of thousands of people. And so we tend to be who we are. I'm an image because, ma'am, we are who we are. And my point is, where's, where's your dad at? He at home getting over COVID. Hmm. What do you do for a living? 
he owns his own company. Okay. Um, he he owns a moving company. Okay, moving company, respectable. Yeah. Middle class income though. He makes good money. I said middle class. I didn't say broke. I said middle class. <laughs> why? See, why do black, like, why I, so I many black know. women? You hear middle class, you automatically think less than. You hear blue collar, you think less than. No, I don't think less than. Listen, listen, and that's where your high value men are for most of you. Your daddy. Yeah. But would you date a man? I mean, be honest. Would you date a man with a moving company? Yes, my dad makes good money. Would you money. date a man who's starting a moving company? Uh, yes, I, I, I would date potential. Okay. I would. If I could, that's if not I high value. Say so what now? It's not high value then. What would you not have? High value company? is already there. Okay. High value was already there. He had to be doing what he's doing for five years. He's already there. He's already a Super Bowl champ. Yeah, my dad's had in, this company for 20 years. But but you came in saying, I want a high-value man. Meaning, I do. Exactly. You want him already to be there. No, I never said that. That's what you said. I never said That's that. That's what high-value means. Oh, okay. So I'm confused. Now, I do got a, a question for you. Are you saying that women should not desire a high-value man that's already there and we should be open to men or, or and we shouldn't be open to men who who's building. No, because, no, I'm, no, I'm saying you need to be in your lane, and most women don't want to build well, with a man who's building. Like, how was your mother when she married your father? She was twenty twenty two, I believe. Right, eight years younger than you. That that you saw the pattern, and you chose not to do it. Cause I'm gonna get what I want. So you already want somebody who's where your daddy is now, but you got to marry him while he's 22. That's why high value men look at y'all like y'all crazy. Cause you want to come after we already won. You don't want to build. You want us after we already got the six figures and this and that and something and so forth. And we're like, okay, I'm going to get the premium. Because well, that was different. My dad and my mom were younger. They were younger, so that's different. You were 22. You could have did that, too. I could have, but that's not exactly. the way life went. No, no, that's not what you chose. <laughs> you had suitable men uh, who approached you in your teens and 20s, but you'd overlook them for something else. Possibly. 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 We don't know that's a fact. Yeah, no, 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 we do. No, because see... I did a video on you likely met your 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 match and you just blew it. I don't remember him. If he came really? from so my what's way, the longest okay, what's the longest relationship you've ever had? Um maybe about six months. Six months, your entire life. Right. Even when you were in high school and college. I didn't really date in high school and college. I mean in high school. How long ago was your last relationship? <sighs> I don't even want to really count that, but it was this summer. I don't even count it. But ma'am, if you only had six, if your launch relationship has been six months, I got worse news for you. What? You ready? Are you going to probably say it's me, but okay. The question was, okay, you're not ready for it. Okay, I'm ready. No, you're not. You don't have the skills for it. 
you the longest job you ever held as a man is six months and you want uh you want an executive level position man and you only got six months of work history if your relationship history was a resume it would be trash how maybe you because you've know. only held a job for six months you don't know that maybe i wasn't dating all those years man see this is what this is when this is when the ego comes out i don't have to know i know one thing when i'm reading right now what you're saying you want and what the kind of men that fit into that category what i do know unequivocally is what the hundreds and thousands of men who are like that where i'm in that category the women they want and who they pick and they don't have this energy they don't have these talking points they don't have this relationship history see were you raised to be a housewife? Um, no. You were raised to be independent. <laughs> and that's not what a high-value man is like. I mean, I wouldn't say that. My mom was a housewife for... Man, if you were raised to be a housewife, you there's no way you'd have no only have a six-month relationship in 30 years. That maybe, but Kevin, you, maybe God no, has no, a man in front of me. No, that's bullshit. That's not, it's not about a man. See how we see audience, see I, how this works, see how this works. You your mama was made at 22. Mm-hmm. And you looked at your mother and did you say you want to be like your mother or did you want to be different? In some ways. In some well, ways. What's not. the answer? What's the answer? It's, that's the that's a broad answer. Well, which one is it? Some way 50 50 50. Really? Well, you should have did the 50 50 that she did, got married at 22. I could have if God presented him to me. God ain't got nothing to do with this. That's bullshit. It's I mean, I believe difference. in God. I don't know. I believe in God, too. And I was raised in the church, baptized in five. We're going to get you my Bible from 1974. I believe I've been over three singles ministries. So I get tired of you women putting this stuff on God. <laughs> Marriage is a natural choice. And this is why I'm, you laughing, but this is why so many black women are by themselves, because y'all just talk and talk and talk, and then your ego and your this and that, and it just goes in one end round to the other. Ma'am, you've had six months relationship history in 30 years. If I presented a man who's the kind of man you said you want, you don't fit what he would need because you have no experience being with the man and cooperating with him. You don't believe on the months. job training? Okay. On the job training, you don't believe? Yeah, they're going to go get a younger woman to do it. A woman with better relationship history. Well, I'm 30. I'm not old. Oh, you're old for marriage? I don't think so. Okay. Okay, and, and and understand something. This is what I mean, folks. They don't. You can't say anything. I'm not old for marriage. If you went to a matchmaker, they would tell you you're old for marriage. And at what age does high risk pregnancy start? At 35. Right. So if you met a man today, how who was ready to be married? What's the soonest you'd be married to this man? I honestly have a rule for myself. I wouldn't date anybody over a year. So he he's got to he's got to be ready within a year. If you don't know within a year, my dad told me mm -hmm. when, if a man doesn't know within three when months. When you turn thirty one, I turned thirty one November fifth. Okay, so if he met you today, you'd be married within a year. How long would you want to be married before you start having kids? Right away. So you want to get pregnant on your honeymoon night? I would love to. Right, but see, here's the thing. What are the chances of meeting somebody and being ready to marry that being married in a year when you only have six months of relationship history over your lifetime? 
Well, that's look. We're talking about. We're talking so about what it comes down. Ultimately, what this is what it comes down to. This is not Disney. This is not fantasy. This is really practical. Right. You have little to no relationship history, meaning cooperation with the man. A man would be a fool to move that quick on somebody who has no demonstrated relationship history. I mean, that's, that's how men look at this, especially when you come from a mother who was married at 22 and your parents been married for years. You saw the path, but what most people look back and say, you saw your mom and like, well, I love my mom, but she, she got married too early. I want to get out here and do what I want to do. That's usually more the story. And that's the way it's presenting, man. And it's not a judgment, but what I'm saying is ultimately, the men you're talking about, they don't look for women like that. They look for women who are feminine, help me, different energy about working with their men, serving their family, they're wanting to do it early. They're not looking for this independent, sass kind of thing. Well, everything you just described is me, other than the fact that I didn't do it early. I'm very submissive. I'm very caring, very giving. What you can totally say that, but what does that show? You, show totally what does that show in relationships? In what does that know. show in relationships? What submissive. So if you're submissive and cooperative, what what all men want, and you are a black woman in the south, you're telling me that no black man who has been suitable has come across your path because that's what all men want. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe they have, maybe they haven't. You know what I'm saying? Not to me, no, not suitable. I would say, not as suitable. Why aren't they suitable? I mean, to me, immaturity, immaturity. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I would say immaturity. They don't believe. One of my my major deal breakers if you don't have the same spiritual beliefs as me. A lot of them don't. They say they do, but they're not acting like actions are not lining up with that. You know what I'm saying? Or I just don't see a lot of men who display leadership values. You know what I'm saying? You want me to submit, but you got to give me something to submit to. It's no way. Oh, that see, I'm about to hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If I just turn down the volume and let you see how you are moving, your energy is all sass. That's what I'm sitting here doing. I'm just reading you, and you think you're involving, informing me. And I'm like, man, I talk to you every night, and I've talked to you for 30 years. And I'm trying to tell you, you're just like the other snowflakes out here who think you're special, and you're not. Because here's the question. In this sense, we're all God's creatures, but if you need them to have the same spiritual beliefs, right? Mm -hmm. Then your pastor should be helping you lead this husband search, not you. Actually, he don't really believe in a single ministry. Well, then you're under the wrong shepherd. I don't know about that. Why notice, would you every that? Time I get, no, notice how every time I give an answer that lines up with something, it's all shame, insults, guilt. Uh, the need to be right, man, is a, is a big problem with a lot of black women. And and you've been doing you so long that this is just habit to you. And the thing is, I'm telling you how the kind of men you say you want, if you if you really want to know, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put this video up on YouTube and I'll let high value men evaluate you. How about that? Hey, I'm 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 all for it.
Okay. You you want me to put it up on YouTube and put it and put it in front um, in front of a bunch of men and say, is this the kind of caliber woman, based upon this interview that you'd want? If, like I said, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't frighten okay. me. That doesn't okay. frighten me. You don't know why so many women who come from middle class background, from middle class families, want these exceptionally high earning men. Now you just said that men money does not equate to value i never you just said high earning that's what you said that's a, no 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 i said a woman's money does not equate to value a man's okay. money is definitely part of his value okay and I don't, what know else? Why so, I don't know why so many middle class you're a middle class raised woman your mother married at 22 your father owns a moving company middle class successful you should be getting with another middle-class, average, successful person. Not be looking for an elite, top 10% earner. I mean, I will start there, but, you know, once you get with me, we gonna, we, we, we shooting to the stars. Why we got to stay there? Why we got to stay middle-class? So, again, this is one of the, remember, so if you're listening, the lady who was in Houston, the 43-year-old, I didn't, I didn't hear her. I, no, I'm talking to her. She's listening. This is what I was saying about you with the plumber. You're taking a man who was perfectly fine doing what he was doing, and you still going to make him be more than he needs to be so you can keep up with the Joneses. No, it's Listen. called pushing people to No, no, potential. no. It's called, it's called, I'm not talking to you. Oh. I'm talking because I spoke to a woman Saturday night who said the same thing. She's 43. The same thing. Matter of fact, where is it? Matter of fact, I, Thomas the Plumber is what I call it. I could get with him and we're going to be accredited investors and this and that. And I'm like, I always got to push a man to be something. If he's happy with what he is, it's like, it's like all of a sudden black folks have become, black women start thinking because you make a certain amount of money, only men who make what you make qualify. So even if you meet a man who is in the top 15% of men, that still ain't good enough because he has to make six figures. And you talk about Christian, none of what you're talking about, due respect, man, nothing what you've talked about is 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 is, is uh, Christian. It's all wrong. I think men make money more of a big deal than women do. For man, one, that's what you've talked about the entire time you've been here is the, the income. No, you talk about this care. Okay. I just said I don't. I said that's a part of me. I don't believe that value to me when I'm talking about a man. For one, his spirituality is number one. That's oh, so you would be okay with a man making uh, forty-two thousand dollars a year if he's a he's a devout Christian. <laughs> don't play with me. <laughs> that's sad. That's sad because I mean, that's it's sad, it's sad because 51% of black men are single and childless and 64% are in the middle class. It's sad that that man was your father, but he ain't good enough for you. It's okay. Uh, all right, grandkids, bet. So anyway, the rest of the day continues and he asked me if I want to go to a hookah bar. I did not, I did want to go to the hookah bar. I didn't really want to go with him, but I was like, 
I'm down here in Orlando. I don't have no other friends. We finna go to this hookah bar. So we go to the hookah bar. We're sitting there. We're talking. He's talking about his son. He's mentioned his son a couple times. And now that I know he has grandkids, I'm like, so how old is your son? And he's like, um, oh, he's 24. And I'm like, 24, like, years old. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, mind you, I'm 26 at the time. So I'm like, you have a son who's 24? Now imagine me, if I really like this man and I'm getting to know you. Imagine me dating somebody, really getting to know them, and I end up in blending a family with this 43-year-old man and his son who's two. I might have a stepson who's two years younger than I am. And some grandkids, me, grandkids in my 20s, baby. So I said, um, how, how exactly, what age did you think that I was? Like, how old do you kind of think that I am or whatever? And he was like, well, I mean, I met you in the club, so I figured you was at least legal. And I was like, legal. So I have this thing about men and women who gauge appropriate relationships by legal the legal age to date. Like Leo is 18. This is a 43-year-old man. If 18 is the youngest he's willing to date, I'm not sure I'm interested in this man. I wouldn't I ain't been sure I'm interested in this man this entire date. So here I am on this date with somebody's granddaddy who thinks I'm at least 18 and is fine with that. At his big age. And I was ready to go. I'm not even going to hold you. I was like, uh, okay, well, I got to go uh, to work in the morning. So I'm going to go ahead and head out. So we're walking. He's like, I'm going to walk you to your car. I'm like, okay, well, you can walk me to my car, I guess. So he walks me to my car. While he's walking to my car, he's taller than I am. I'm about 5'5 five, five ish. He's a much taller guy. Like, he's standing over my head. And I have in this crochet, these crochet curls. And he's like, is that all your hair? And I'm like, I bought it. So, yes, it does belong to me. He's like, nah, you know what I mean? Is, it, is this the hair that's growing out of your scalp? Why would you ask me that again if I just said I bought it? So, I said, no, it is not growing out of my scalp. He's like, how is it sitting? I mean, it look, it's curly. It looks like it's coming right out of your scalp. Thank you. That was the point of how it's installed. Well, let me, where is your scalp at? And I'm like, it's on my head what do you what are you saying right now what do you mean where is my scalp i can't even see your scalp how did it, so i'm like what is this why are you doing this and he was like can i touch it no you cannot you absolutely may not touch my hair and he was like just let me see i just want to feel where your scalp so he's taller than i am so he reaches his hand down right into the top of my head y'all livid 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 i was so mad if i didn't think he could have beat me up i probably would have hit him I was like, excuse you, you know, granddad, do you mind not touching my scalp? And he was like, I was just trying to see where your scalp, you can see without using your hands. But if you cannot see my scalp, it means you were not meant to see. That was the goal for you not to be able to see my scalp. Keep your hands on my head. I was ready. I was so ready to go. So I get to my car. I get in my car and I'm like, well, I get to my car and he opens my door and I'm like, okay, you know, this was fun line. It was not fun. Um, 
you know, I'll hit you another time line. I did not plan on hitting this man up ever again. So he's like, all right, well, it was good seeing you. And he gives me a hug and I'm giving him the church hug, you know, with the side of my body. I'm like, all right, good night. He's like, okay, well, uh, which way are you going home? I'm like, no, because I feel like this is a ploy so that you will know where I live. We're not doing that tonight. I'm going home. That's where I'm going. He's like, no, I mean, are you taking the toll road or are you going to go around the tolls? And I'm like, well, I plan to go around the tolls. He's like, well, it's really late. You really shouldn't take that long of a drive. I'm like, well, I don't have a sun pass and I don't have any cash on me for the tolls. So are you going to give me some money for the toll? And I fully expected him to stand. So, you know, there's always going to be somebody out there that you could possibly find with a fatter ass and a flatter stomach. And so that's going to be the person that they're going to try to go with. And so it just sucks because, like I said, it's just very hard to find just really genuine guys out here and guys that aren't kind of into that lifestyle. And like I said, I just think that lifestyle, the lifestyle that rappers have kind of made up from big booty hoes and, you know what I'm saying, money and all this flashy stuff, that that's just what they're more so wrapped into. They want to live that fast life. They don't want this one girl holding them back from going to the club every weekend with their dudes and popping bottles and all that stuff. Like, I just really feel like that's why, like, commitment has been not a not a really big thing while I've been out here especially in my age group with me being 25 and coming out here when I was 18 years old I just feel like that was that was just it and it's been hard for me because I have already done the club thing you know going to parties and all that stuff while I was in college and I just have no interest to do it now so like it's even hard to find girlfriends who just aren't into that because it's annoying like I don't want to go to the club all the time like I very rarely want to go to the club like even once a year like I don't like it there's too many people there like I don't want to be around that but like in Atlanta it's just hard to meet people like without going to clubs and all that stuff and then god forbid you download a dating app you know to think oh well because i don't go out a lot to meet to meet people um let me download this dating app and automatically you download tinder and oh that must mean you're trying to fuck what but it's a dating app no no tinder tinder's a fucking app now and it's just like what what do you mean it's it's a dating app though no People have made Tinder into a fucking app. So, like, you get on Tinder in Atlanta, and everybody thinks you're on there trying to fuck. So, it's like, you know, if you're like me, and you don't go out to the clubs, you don't go out to the bars and stuff, you can't meet anybody there, because that's where everybody is. You can't meet anybody there if you don't go there, because you don't like going there. Then you try to get on these apps, and they think you want to fuck. And so, it's like... How do you even find people here? You just have to hopefully run into somebody at the grocery store or, you know, accidentally slam into somebody and you drop all your bags on the floor and they help you pick them up. And that's like, I feel like that's like the only way you meet people. Like how else do you meet people? I like it was so easy when I was in college to meet like different guys and stuff. But like now that I'm older, if I'm just going to say this, if you ain't into going to the clubs and all that stuff, I don't think you should move down here. Honestly, because like, if, especially if you're single and you like really want to find somebody, like how do you find them if you don't go to these places? And that was my, my biggest issue, like after getting out of school, 
and um like i said i do feel like you know a lot of the guys out here do kind of have like an immature mindset as far as like i said the you know fast cars and big booty hoes and all that stuff and that's what's really important to them out here and the money and you know some scammers out here and all that stuff that's what's really important to them so i wanted to find someone okay let me try to date up let me try to find somebody with a different mindset and um i will say older guys it's not necessarily the same because they're already established, but they're still on that friends with benefits. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I just divorced. I want to have fun. Like, it's like you can't win. <laughs> it's like you can't win. And so I'm not saying this to be like, oh, there's like nobody out here that you can find or whatever. Like, I'm pretty sure that, you know, there are people out here in relationships, but it's just like because we are so heavy into clubs and strip clubs and all that stuff that just a lot of people out here, they just don't. That's just not what they're looking for. It's just not. And like I said, I it ain't like I could give you all like two, three experiences that have happened. I can give you all maybe 30 experiences that have happened. That's just like everybody can't be like this out here now. But that's what I've experienced. And so that's what really sucks is because as much as I love Atlanta, like, I feel like I gotta go. I'm like, I gotta go because I feel like if I stay here, I'm never gonna find genuine friends. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, the girls out here um, are really into the whole clubbing scene and they're really into, you know, some of the girls are into drama and all that stuff. And I just like, I can't find no good girlfriends. I can't find a man. It's like, I don't think I need to be out here anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it does. It does suck, but I don't want to tell you all, like, you know, don't move. Hey, guys. Welcome to my channel. I went on a rant on Instagram last night. And I had people like, oh, you should put this on YouTube and do story time. So, here goes. <clears throat> Basically, I'm pretty sure you guys have seen my, if you want to move to Atlanta, watch this video. And in that video, I was pretty much talking about how the vibe I get is like, to sum it up, the vibe I get is people out here, they are predators. And I wouldn't say everybody, but like a lot of the guys, that's their play. I feel like they lie to kick it. And where I'm from, instead of saying, you know, telling a person what they think they want to hear in order to get the time of day, a person's going to actually say to you, like, what's up? I'm interested in you. Can I take you out? Can I get to know you? But out here, their play is more so, what do you do? And trying to play as if they can help you. And that's like, that's their way of getting in. So anyway, to start from the beginning, I gave an example of when I first moved out here. I was having a conversation with someone and someone completely jumps in the conversation and I was pretty much telling the first person, like, yeah, like I just moved out here. And the guy jumped in the conversation and he's like, oh, well, do you need furniture? And I was like, you know, what, you to plug or something? And he's like, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, cool, let me get your number. <clears throat> so I hit him up and I was like, oh, and excuse this, I'm on my way to um, an event that has a pool. So yeah, knocking this video out, video out before I go. Anywho, I hit the guy up and I'm like, hey, like, how does the furniture thing work? Like, do I pick it out and just send you what I want? And he pretty much was trying to have conversations completely unrelated to furniture. 
The second example I gave was the one from my Wanna Move to Atlanta video, where again, I was minding my business and the guy says to me, oh, what do you do? And I say, you know, I'm out here pursuing acting. And he says to me, oh, I'm Tyler Perry's assistant casting director. Speaking of which, so many people in my first video was like, oh, you're gullible, you're ditzy. No, I have a network of people who actually do what they say they do and they work at real companies and make real bread. So it's like, one, the guy was old and corny looking. So I was like, he actually looks like he could really like work for Tyler Perry. He wasn't just a little thug off the street. Like he like kind of fit the description of a person who actually could be a casting director. So when I engaged in the conversation with him, I didn't necessarily say, oh, this is my big break. Let me showcase my talent. But I did engage in the conversation with him. And then I started picking up like, this man is full of it. Um, the third example I gave was me being at the gym, again, minding my business. And that's the part that gets me. You could be minding your business and they just come up to you, they in your face. And <clears throat> the guy says to me, you know, what do you do? I, at this point, when I hear that line, I just want to run or tell them I'm a housewife, I'm married, goodbye, I can't talk, my husband is right around the corner on the way. So anywho, he hits me with the what do you do? And the only reason I entertain the conversation is because even though Atlanta is filled with a lot of people who aren't who they say they are, Atlanta is filled with people who are what they say they are. And they could be so low-key and really like be lit so I said to him I act and he's like oh well I was looking for someone to be in a project that I'm working on but a lot of people are weary about it and I was like um, well, what's the project so basically he says it's an HIV campaign and he needed models or like something about being on a billboard or an ad and I was just like bruh I am not that pressed to act like try somebody else of course I didn't say that to him I was like uh gotta go meters ending but I was pretty much showing like no thank you and I said to him I said well there's databases out there where if you are looking for people you can put your ad out and if they're interested they'll apply um and the most recent example was this one guy who's actually like, honestly, a year from now, I see him being like big. He hits me in the DMs and he basically was like, you know, I would love to like work with you and collaborate. And I feel like he has really nice pieces and I believe in his work. And I was like, yeah, like I would love that. Like you have dope work. To make a long story short, um, because I'm not a model, if I'm not being compensated, like I'm not pulling up. He asked me last minute to model for him and wasn't really trying to offer any compensation. And so I was like, you know, I can't. And recently he hit me up and he's like, you know, let's meet up. And I'm like, okay, what is this meeting regarding? And he's like, just discussing business, discussing some ideas and you redeeming yourself from not showing up to the shoot. Boy, I don't have to redeem myself with you. And not only that, we can discuss ideas via FaceTime, phone call, email. I don't have to sit up and meet with a complete stranger 
to discuss an idea. You know, it's just like, so that gets overwhelming. Living out here, constantly dealing with people where they feel like in order for them to talk to you, they have to make it seem as if they can offer you something, which they will never really offer you. So that was my rant, and I guess you could call this part two of want to move to Atlanta? Watch this. But honestly, like I've said in the past, Atlanta is a great city. I signed my lease. Well, I, I didn't sign my lease yet, but I will be signing my lease again. And if you come here and someone says to you, what do you do? Just know that's a red flag. And know they about to be a shapeshifter. That's what I said in my Instagram video, and so many people thought that was hilarious. I said this one example. I said, you could tell a person that you're a baker, and they will say to you, I have a special cookie dough. You could tell a person you're a teacher and they will say to you, my son needs a school. It's like whatever you say, somehow they suddenly, they need to work with you. And I'm just like, that's so lame. But um, yeah, I hope this video was helpful to someone out there. If you come to Atlanta to move, to visit, just kind of be mindful that this is Black Hollywood, and it's one of those places where I guess that's the play. I'm from Chicago, and in Chicago, people are a little more straight up, hey, I'm interested in you. It's not a, hey, what do you do so I could figure out a way to try to like get to know you without just saying I want to get to know you. So thanks for watching, guys. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. I'll be doing more story times. My next story... I'm gonna talk about how the guys out here, I feel like just how pe women out here are so accustomed to like how the men are that they can't pick up on characteristics of the men being a little. Okay, so be to, uh, be sure to stay tuned and check out that because that will be coming soon. Again, like, comment, subscribe, and thank you for watching. Bye. Hey everyone, so today is going to be um, a little different. This video is going to be pretty much about dating in Atlanta. Now, this is just going to be my experience, my opinion, so this is me. Why did this part looks like I have a bank or something, but I don't. Um, my pretty much experience of dating in Atlanta. So, we're going to go straight into the video, okay? I'm going to give y'all about five, six, maybe seven of my warnings when it comes to dating in Atlanta. And um, I did write them down, but like, oh, here we go. Now, starting with number one. Um, I feel like this is gonna be everybody's number one, or everyone's already gonna know what I'm gonna say. It's gonna be about STDs and HIV. Now, I feel like living in Atlanta and then everyone else looking into Atlanta it's so like over exaggerated like it's not i wouldn't say it's not as bad because i mean it is bad of course but <clears throat> it's not how everyone makes it seem like you're in a room with three people and three random people and at least one of those per persons have hiv or an std like it's not like that of course it is how you know <clears throat> but it's just definitely not the way that it's portrayed on social media now um better like this it's not portrayed it's not as bad as the way it's portrayed on social media so um 
I feel like, well, me personally, I feel like that's what every person you deal with, no matter where you're at. Like, you need to make sure that they're STD-free, STI-free, HIV-free, AIDS-free, whatever. You need to make sure that they are clean, period. I'm not going to go too much on that regarding Atlanta, but you just need to make sure they're clean. If you are like, you know, some people, they, hey, they start dating someone, talking to someone, hey, everyone has to get tested before they mess with that person. Hey, if you got to do that, do that. You know, make sure you save yourself. If you don't save nobody else, save yourself. Number two, scammers. Let me tell y'all, scammers are broke. Now, of course, there's those scammers that's out here making money or whatever, but the majority of scammers in Atlanta are broke. A lot of them are not the main men. A lot of them are runners. A lot of them are the middleman. So you have to watch out for that. It's so many people, it's so many scammers in Atlanta, like, especially with me being a waitress. So I come in contact with them all the time. You just make sure you have to be aware of these scammers. Some of these scammers act like they like you and be going through your purse trying to get your credit card and um, license information. Like, this ain't never happened to me. It ain't never happened to me. But I'm saying it does happen to a lot of women. So I feel like you have to make sure you're being aware of who you're really messing with. I feel like it's pretty obvious. You can always see some or know some signs of a scammer to me now I've been online in three years like I can just look at a dude and know he's a scammer I just know like you <laughs> and I feel like that's what anybody in Atlanta you can look at a nigga and know like he a scammer you know I know he's scam who you bank with like and it's not even scammers in Atlanta they're just it just isn't even all about bank scams like you know of course they do bank scams but there's so many other things that are being done when it comes to messing with scammers and ladies if you want to deal with you deal with the scammer go ahead but i'm gonna let you know right now scammers are cheap you're barely dealing with a drug dealer if you want to deal with somebody with some money a scammer is not going to cut it um also say if you want to go ahead and mess with the scammer if you go on a date with that scammer make sure you bring your own money because if he tries to swipe it it does not work and he's broke and he doesn't have any backup money you're going to be left with a tab. So just make sure that you always, if you're going, well, I feel like that's with anything. Anytime you're on a day, you should always go with your own money. Like, just in case anything happens. But especially dealing with scammers, you definitely need to make sure you go out with your own money. So that's my number two things. A lot of scammers in Atlanta can't trust them. Mm -mm, broke. It's not worth your time. Um, three would be like, I don't even know how to name number three. It's like, I'm all right, whatever. But I'm, I'm sure that some people that look at me and be like, I don't like him. He's a two. I don't like light skin niggas. I'm not attracted to him. That's not my thing. I don't like slinking. I like, it, it might be. And then somebody might say, yo, Sean is a 10 to them because they like brown skin and dark skin, man. They like, man, it's, it's, it's all in them what you like. Obviously. He doesn't like her. He thinks he's average at best. But who is he? He's not God. He's not somebody that's going to be there and th to help them get married. Who gives a fuck what he thinks? And that's how she should feel. She shouldn't have even called and asked somebody, how do she I She got know? low self-esteem. That's why she, 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 she has low self-esteem. She asked him how to get a man. Look. That shows me. Right, but she didn't ask him, how do you think that I look? She should So obviously, listen, we don't need... 
We don't need to beat the dead horse. Everybody knows beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Okay, right? Yes. Like my trash can be your treasure and vice versa. Correct. Not everybody is going to have a unified opinion about how any one person looks. Yeah. So that's not really about it. It's not about whether she's actually a five, a three, or a nine and a half. That's not really what we're talking about. We're not really talking about these two people per se, because he's an individual with his opinion and she's an individual with her opinion. I think more, more so we're talking about the concept behind the video, which is why I sent it to you because the overall idea of the video is that he viewed her as an average looking girl at best. So let's just say that that is the case. Mm -hmm. Okay. He is saying that if you are average at best, you have no right having an expectation of being with a man who's in the top 10% because he would never want you. That's really what this video is about. That's what I found interesting about it. And that's why I sent it to you to get your opinion. Mm-hmm. So self-esteem, this, that, and the other. Now I'm not saying you guys make great points about mm-hmm. self-esteem and beauty and all of that. I absolutely agree. But what I'm saying is, what do you think about the idea that a man in the top 10 percentile or even the top 25 percentile, because the top 10 percentile, they make a lot of money. So let's just say the top 25 percentile who's still living an exceptional living, Mm -hmm. wanting or not wanting to be with someone that's average. They don't want that shit. You ain't worked that hard to be with nobody that looks like that, yo. This is the point that I was trying to get at. Okay, like I'm trying to get to the real, not yeah, just what but, sounds. Amazing. No, but but like, but that's but not what we do here. You went, you bust your ass, you made all this money, mm-hmm. you want to feel comfortable, you want to be with somebody that looks good, that just like a charm on your arm, right? Like you don't want no, you don't want nobody that this looks is, fucked up. This is exactly why I said we should get Sean to kind of weigh in on this because I figured that that would be. Yeah, you don't want that shit. Your so, reaction. You don't want it. So you're saying that you work hard yeah. and it, it goes hand in hand with what, with what he said. Mm-hmm. Because he did in fact say a man that is in the position that you want to attain mm-hmm. does not care about how much money you make. No. Because what you make. We got shit to do with him. Doesn't have anything to do with him. Yeah. That's not what he's interested in. Yeah. Which means that he's only interested in what you just said, which is pretty much arm candy. Yeah. A trophy wife. Yeah. Which means that he's the loser in this situation. How is that? Because, wow. You don't know how that is? No. Tell Even me. though I just kind of. No, I heard you. But how's he the loser? He's the loser because mm-hmm. he's missing out on life. Because. Beauty is only on the outside. Okay. So and hold on. Okay. And beauty fades. Okay. But, but this is and the thing. Hold okay. on a second. If okay. you're putting all of your eggs in the beauty basket, uh-huh. then you freaking lose. Okay. Because beauty is skin deep. Let me, let me tell you a something. person is so much more than what they have to offer on the outside. Okay. You you would take a girl that is beautiful over a girl that's intelligent, mm. funny, mm. witty, okay. that cares about you, that has the ability to truly love, that maybe was raised in a family Watch with this. love. I'm Hold gonna, on. Yeah, I think we raised... both going to get it. Watch this. What'd you say? Hold so on. So we both got you. 
You I, both I'm got it. Oh, I want to be gotten. Go ahead. I'm going to shut you up. Wanna I want to hear what you got to say. Now, now, now what you're saying is is right, and that's how life should be, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how life should it be. It should mm-hmm. be that it way. It should be you meet somebody that you fall in love with. It doesn't matter of how they look. is mm-hmm. the fact that they're intelligent and that mm-hmm. they're smart and that they take care of you and, mm-hmm. and you can see yourself with them for the rest of your life. Happy. Mm-hmm. And you happy. see yourself oh, happy. happy. Right, but this is the thing. Yeah. What you don't, what what you see all the time, you see with basketball players, you see with NFL, but those problems. And I have that, I have that opportunity. I have that. It's my life. I don't have to do it, no. and I and I don't want to put myself in that position. But let's just say same situation and no sketchy, no no sketchy baby dad. Same thing. If somebody comes to me and says, "Hey, I want to, I want you to meet my girl. She's she has a thirteen year old. This, that, and the other." My first way of thinking is, "No, nah, I'm good." You have kids. Right. I have kids, but I have a wife and I've been married five years. No, no, no. I'm saying. What? I said five years. I have five kids. I've been married. (laughs) I've been married almost 20 years. No, no, we're talking about if you're single. If if I'm single, see, but now. You wouldn't be in this scenario. Nobody would be introducing you to her if you were. Now, I'm going to tell you this. No, no, no. Don't tell me anything. Answer my question. I'm going to answer your question. People are going to hate me right now, right? But this is is the, the truth, right? I'm filthy. I don't care. That, me being filthy opens up the door to, he has five kids, but he is filthy. It's a yeah. different way of thinking. That's how people think. And I'm being honest. Yeah, if I had five too. kids and I wasn't, didn't have money and I was dead broke or I was just getting by or I was doing okay, people would look at it differently. Yeah. He has five kids and he's okay. What can he do for me? But now if you say, okay, he has five kids, he's filthy, okay. A lot of women would be like, you know what? I'll take the crazy baby mama for five kids and he's filthy. But if I'm five kids and I'm not filthy and I don't have it and I'm living check to check and I'm struggling, I don't see a lot of women saying, you know what? I'm a, a lot of women would do the same thing that I said. Like, you know what? I'm not taking that chance. I'm not taking that opportunity. I'm not taking that headache. Yeah. Now, for this lady. the so reason you're saying that there's a double standard. Um, no, I think women uh, uh, do the same thing if the tables were turned. If I, I was fucked up and I had five kids, I think a lot of women would be like, you know what? I don't want to jump into that situation nah, either. Don't I don't want to jump into his problem, his bills, his expenses, him having to pay the baby mama for five kids, five schools, five soccer, five acting, five swimming. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people be like, you know what? I just don't want that headache. But you're now, saying that they would get with you. If I had, if, if, if you, if I was well off, yeah, because, well off. because sometimes money makes people forget about certain things. Mm-hmm. And I think it would. Now, my problem with that is, is first of all, I feel like the reason she can't find a man and the reason she can't, is not because she's not looking, it's because she doesn't have the self-esteem to. Yeah, she got low self-esteem. I, I know people that look like twos that walk around like they tens. Yeah. I know people that walk that, that, that are threes and I know they threes. I disagree with And they know they threes, I, but I, they I have self-esteem where they feel good in their skin. She doesn't feel good. In, there I, is, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe that. I, I did not get that. I don't know. I didn't get anything from what I saw on that video that said that she has low self-esteem. What? The, no. He asked her a question. The fact that she thinks that hold she on. looks like a five. Hold yeah. on a second. Let me tell you. And then Maybe a six that's when she what she up? sees when she looks in the mirror. Maybe she's just. Being we have three honest. daughters. If any of our daughters ever said they look like a five, I did. I did a bad job as a father. Yeah, you did. Not necessarily. I wake up every day thinking I'm a ten, and I know I'm a ten. And if somebody doesn't think I'm a ten, I don't care. I'm a ten. Um. To myself. Nobody else has to I think disagree. I'm a ten. Because if I woke up in the morning and when I looked in the mirror, if I thought that I was a five, if you asked me, 
What do I rate myself on a scope of one to ten? I would be honest with you. Okay, what do you rate yourself as, as, in, a, in a mirror? I'm as not going to tell you what I rate myself. <laughs> wow, why do you rate yourself? I don't, I don't rate myself a five. Rate yourself a goddamn ten because you are a ten. No, but, but if I regardless, regardless of what, if was you a ten take me out of this, hold on a second. Regardless of what I rate myself, if I was asked a question, I would be honest. Who's calling you, baby? Just because your phone is ringing like crazy. I just want to make sure it's none of the kids and nobody's in trouble. Hello. Hello. Oh, okay. The gate? Is he there? Okay, I'll buzz. My them. booty's itching! Stop it. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> you buzz them in? Yeah, I buzz them I thought the gate was open. That's oh, why I didn't answer the phone. Well, who goes out looking for fives? No, no, no. But the point is, you guys said that she has low self-esteem. I don't think anything about what I saw in that video shows that she has low self-esteem. So what do you think? I think that she may see a five or maybe in comparison to what she considers beautiful or whatever that just might be her truth that doesn't mean she has low self-esteem well i don't agree i think she looks better than a five i think she looks better than average yeah she, she's not but she's looking at herself as average, she low and that's the problem she looked better than average but to herself she looks average and that's the problem so but- if she said that she was a six and when she puts on makeup she's a seven like that doesn't, that doesn't mean, just because your scale and her scale, there's no equilibrium there, doesn't mean that she has low self-esteem. So let's just take the, she has low self-esteem I, off. But I don't agree. I think that she team. feels. This is why a lot of people nowadays is guarded. Y'all don't understand. You be finessing yourself out of businesses and shit. And they use that old slave church mentality. Well, I guess that wasn't for me. It was for you, ho, but you talk too much. I'm just letting it sink and settle in for y'all. A lot of y'all hoes, a lot of us won't even sit in your motherfucking hair chair. We won't come and let you put no lashes on us. We're not going to come around and let you do our nails. And it ain't because you do a bad job. You run your fucking mouth too much. You sit around, whatever a bitch got going on when they sit in your chair, you repeat that she don't know how to keep your motherfucking mouth shut. A lot of y'all dudes, y'all be fine. You got good shit going on. You got positive energy. You just talk too much. So a bitch don't want to fuck with you. They don't want to fuck on you because you tell too much. You expose too much shit about what you got going on. A lot of y'all don't understand. People like exclusive shit. They like to feel like they are a part of something where I'm not going to be exploited if I allow myself to be open around this person or this thing or go into this business. Y'all don't understand that. You don't want to hear shit like this. Your mama and the motherfuckers around you and your current customers ain't telling you you talk too goddamn much. Because half the time, they talk too much. That's why they fuck with you. This shit be too real. And for y'all niggas that run your mouth too much and tell too much about what you got going on, it's sad and pathetic. It's pathetic. Because y'all niggas ought to know. Like men are supposed to leave. Close your motherfucking mouth and open your eyes. Run some shit instead of running your motherfucking mouth. Y'all talk too goddamn much. Finesse y'all selves out of good situations, out of business opportunities. I'm telling you right now, some of y'all niggas, you too little boy like. 
you run your mouth too much. What you got going on with a woman, how you fucking her, how you ain't fucking her, what she giving you, what you giving her, where y'all go, how many rooms y'all lay up in, how many times you come over her house, nigga, that's your business with her. You don't got to tell your homeboys and bros everything you got going on. Y'all females, if you got a nigga and he is buying you stuff and paying your bills and helping you with your kids and shit, that ain't for everybody to know. Y'all hoes go cause problems for yourself. Then you wonder why it be so much drama and shit. Stop running your mouth. If you talking to a, a, a whole baby daddy and he giving you shit that he ain't giving her, that ain't her business to know. Y'all messy. Your mama ain't tell you this shit, so I'ma tell you today. You run your mouth too much. You're too messy. You don't understand privacy. You finesse yourself out of good shit by thinking you finessing somebody else. Y'all be out here, y'all cross paths with genuine people. They good people. They fuck with you. Anybody around them, you know, they gonna look out. They gonna support. You run your mouth about what they doing or what they bringing to the table with you so much. They don't even want to fuck with you no more. Like I said, a lot of y'all got businesses and shit. We don't have no desire to come in y'all motherfucking shops and shit. And you can say you don't care, bitch. But in all honesty, you will never be that millionaire ass person you think you want to be based on the ways that you operating. People do not show.